Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. In 2020, I sat down with NBA superstar JaVale McGee, best known for his three NBA championship rings from his time with the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. We discussed not only his basketball career, but his budding music production career. I say budding, but I'm actually kind of jealous because now he has a Grammy nomination and I don't. Oh, God. Having worked myself with super producer Pooh Bear, I became keenly aware of JaVale's rising star in the music space as a producer and performer going under the moniker Pierre. This is also the subject of a brand new scripted musical podcast that we're producing at Audio Up, but I digress. JaVale has produced songs for Justin Bieber and countless others. We were able to discuss the NBA restart in the bubble, the state of the music industry, as well as his accomplishments and dreams for the future. Since the interview took place, JaVale has switched teams and joined, surprisingly, the Cleveland Cavaliers for the 2021 season. However, he still has his creative mind in L.A., and he's able to work remotely as much as possible. As I mentioned, we have an incredible podcast going. He has his YouTube presence. This guy really can do it all, and now he has a Grammy nomination under his belt. Uh, Later in the year, you're going to see the launch of a podcast called Finding Pierre that explores the life of an NBA player who moonlights as a music producer. This is going to be part of the Audio Up network, and it's going to have a soundtrack, original story, much like what we've been doing with Make It Up As We Go and Halloween in Hell. I am really, really excited to sit down with JaVale McGee. He's going to talk to myself and my co-host, Zach Selwyn, to find out if this is the next occupation for me. And by the way, he is two occupations. He's a multi-hyphenate. One which I sort of do sometimes, the music, and the other one which I don't do at all, basketball. And without further ado, here is JaVale McGee on Occupational Therapy, Conversations from the Audio Chateau. We uh, we didn't want to take up a ton of your time today, but we are honored that you're going to be uh, one of my guests on occupational therapy. And Zach, if you're uh, is my co-host, and if you're cool with it, Javale, we can just jump in. This will be like a thirty minute conversation. Let's do uh, it. Yeah, here we go. Zach, take it away. Occupational therapy with Javale McGee. Javale, my name is Zach. I'm a good friend of Jared's. Jared is, uh, you know, for the past ten years, been one of the nation and the world's top jingle writers, you know, writing little theme songs for TV shows, commercials, products, everything. And now he has a new company and he's trying to find a new job. So we're looking to interview people who have excelled in all aspects of their jobs, you know, from restaurateurs to actors, to producers, to NBA players like yourself. And, uh, you know, cause Jared, and also you're a musician as well, but we're going to get to the bottom of that. I know Jared's looking for a new career and we're hoping that maybe you can help guide him into, you know, maybe getting into the league. He's got a shot at the end. <laughs> and, and, jab step. <laughs> and, you know, a jab whole, step. Yeah. The whole, um, you know, uh, preface of, of this uh, podcast is to learn just about how people become excellent in their fields. 
And, you know, what better um, metaphor for excellence across anything than someone who's risen to the level of, uh, you know, the professional side of, of sports. And we wanted you to take us back to the beginning. Uh, obviously, you come from a sport-minded uh, family. Tell us about what it was like growing up, uh, you know, in, the, in a family that was very much uh, you know, doing uh, the the trade that you ultimately ended up in, and uh, take us to the beginning. Um, for me, it started with my mother. Um, my mother played uh, basketball at USC. She won two national championships at USC, and she won a gold medal. Um, then she went overseas and played overseas. Uh, and around that time, she had me. Um, in the the great year of '88, that was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I so she used to travel. I used to travel with her wherever she went. She'd go to Italy. She'd go to Brazil. I would just be with her. Um, sometimes on the sideline, sometimes with the babysitter, and uh, just moving around. But bat- the game of basketball has always been um, a part of my life and just around me. Uh, my my father also played for Illinois. Um, he got drafted uh, to the NBA, but broke his foot, so never actually got to play. Um, so my my time with with basketball has basically been just my mother really pushing me and just watching her for example um uh, at how hard she worked at the craft uh so in high school I think it was my sophomore year in high school I was on JV and my mother was my coach um was my assistant coach um and I remember one distinctive play where this guy named Big Mike and they called him Big Mike for a reason he was a big person <laughs> and he uh he elbowed me it wasn't like intentional it was just basketball he elbowed me and knocked me out so i all i remember is waking up to my mother uh on top of me like get up you're not hurt get up <laughs> like literally got knocked out but uh my mother has always been on my case to just working hard uh trying to be not not necessarily having to be the best player out there but the, the one who's working the hardest so that's always been the way that i, I play the game wow and for you, um, after high school, what, was it something like, um, you know, so your mother? I went to, was, I went yeah. to the University of Nevada, Reno. Um, my freshman year, I played like, what was it, 10 minutes a game. Um, but coming out of high school, I thought I was going to play a lot more. But it just didn't work out. But uh, my sophomore year, I, uh, the, the guy who was ahead of me, a senior, um, he left, um, graduated. And got drafted, and then uh, it was another guy, Ramon Sessions. He was he was a basketball mm-hmm. uh, junior, but he left early. So I looked around the locker room, and I was just like, "It's meant to be." Like, there's no one else who I think can compete with me. So I need to be the best I can be. And uh, so that summer, it was I didn't go home for I didn't go home for Christmas. I didn't go home for summer break. I didn't. I stayed in college from my the end of my freshman year till I went to the NBA. Um and I was six AM workouts in the summer, six AM weight workouts in the summer, then summer school, then basketball, like it's an everyday thing. And uh I got drafted um to the Washington Wizards in uh, two thousand eight and uh assisted from there. Wow. And uh, you know, once you're in the NBA uh, I know that there's a huge amount of opportunity that comes with not only being a player, but also an entrepreneur. When you first got there, was your priority, hey, I just have to be the best I can be and make a mark for myself? Or were you also thinking about the business side of it and how you become a personal brand in sport? 
Um, truthfully, it was all about uh, basketball at that time. I really didn't have any other focus just, uh, but just play basketball. I had hobbies, maybe making videos, making beats and things, but I never looked at them as actually something I could do as a career path. Um, I was really focused on one thing, and you know, I was basketball. Um, but I also didn't grow up in the era where, like, these kids now, if you drafted this year, last year, or the year before, uh, of social media to where they want you to have a – a, they want you to have a, uh, a social media presence, an Instagram, Twitter, a, anything where you're verified and you have fans and you get the opportunity to build your brand yourself. It is interesting, uh, Jared, what he's mentioning because, you know, JaVale comes from sort of an, an era where people had to put in a lot more work. I mean, nowadays it seems like there's a, the one and done era has obviously dominated basketball for the past 15 years, but college players don't stick around a couple of seasons. I was wondering – do you see that in the NBA right now that kids who come out after their, their freshman years expecting like to be treated like royalty are suffering more than guys who put in their time in college and grew a little bit, you know, more as a player and as a human being? Um, I definitely see it sometimes. Uh, the kids who come after a one and done uh, or from a prep school, um, they just have a different perspective on life because things have been given to them, but uh, not necessarily given to them. They worked hard for it. I don't want to downplay things like that, but they, they when they get to the NBA, they, sometimes they don't realize like this is the whole different sport. It's not about the, the main person who's on that team or the main three guys who's on that team and then the conglomerate around them uh, coming together and, and, and working for wins, not just points and in stats, but for wins. And I feel like for young guys, that's the difference of knowing exactly how to play the game is you're playing for wins. Like, it doesn't matter what your stats are if you're losing. So, yeah. Right. Right. And Jared, unfortunately, I'm going to say right now, uh, if you're going to have a second career as an NBA player, how tall was your dad? <laughs> my, da- my dad? My dad's yeah. a 5'7 Jewish lawyer from <laughs> Toronto. <So. laughs> JaVale, how tall was your dad? 6'8". Uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's, I'll write that down. That's, I'm going to put that in my list of minuses for whether or not this is doable. (laughs) Um, I think my off court game would be strong though. I'm really about the, uh, you know, the culture and the branding of all of it. But speaking of that, I mean, JaVale, you know, you've done a phenomenal job of people, not only in your, in the city of Los Angeles, but, you know, across the NBA, loving your personal brand. And you've had, you know, a longer career than um you know a lot of other players and especially right now as as a laker which is an amazing city to be um someone who's a dynamic player and that's you know on and off the court how did you really start thinking about your your off-court stuff like your youtube stuff your music stuff tell us how that just organically came about I, i truthfully i always had that in mind but i just didn't know how to execute it um and I didn't know how to monetize it either. Uh, but just being around longer, just uh, reading the landscape and figuring out what other people were doing, I started to figure out that uh, YouTube stars and things like that, they're actually making lots of money on YouTube. Um, hmm. People are making lots of money on Instagram from from uh, endorsements and, and paid posts and things like that. So... Uh, once I figured that out, it was, it was a go from there. Green light. I'm, I was trying to do everything and just make sure that I put myself in position to, uh, make as much money as I can, especially off my brand. Yeah. And, um, your Instagram and your YouTube. So do you have like a content team that you work with that builds, you know, stuff with you and do you plan it out each week, like a media company? Uh, Yeah. So I have, uh, 
I have a a, a, a head media guy, uh, Devin Dismay, and um, he he we have a content calendar and. Every day we have something to post. Uh, it's probably going to start getting a little light since uh, <laughs> the Rona wants to ruin everybody's yeah. plans. But but I would say that, you know, and this is a horrible time for everybody it, it, across all sport, but someone like you with that has interests that go beyond that, you'd think that this would be a time where you could also, you know, you're coming off, you, you know, the number one album in the world, this Bieber album, uh, where you contributed music, which we'll get back to in a second on that. But y- you can use this time to also not only work on your game, but also work on uh, things that are maybe would have been too t- time consuming otherwise on the content side. Um, what, you know, can you talk a bit about what that content is going to look like? I know that you and I just full disclosure have, you know, a project coming up, but what, what are you, you know, your day to day content strategies looking like now? Um, so day to day is more, uh, workout stuff, but more home workout, uh, things and, uh, just making music, uh, um, and also, uh, streaming video games. Like it's a lot of stuff that you can do in your house and actually make money from. So that's what I'm really focusing on, um, right now until we have a decision on if the NBA season is coming back. Right. Wow. And I, you know, you and I have a mutual friend in common, Pooh Bear, the legendary, legendary. magic man, one of the that's geniuses birthday. of all time. That's tell birthday. me how that friendship came about and tell me, you know, as in a one story, how it went from that friendship to being doing something that even as I've been in music for many, many years as well, like you, I've never hit that pinnacle of having a number one album. Tell us how you got involved in all that. Um, I was uh, about four or five years ago. I don't know the exact time, but uh, I was connected with uh, Rance Dobson from um, 1500 or nothing. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, it. So he was like more, I was like sort of like shadowing him um, and just, just in his studio, just moving around. It was the summer and just trying to figure it out. Like I wanted to be a producer when I had been a producer, but it was no progress. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't good. Like, honestly, I wasn't good. So I just learned so much from Rance. And then I was trying to get a, a song written. He was like, you got to get it written by Pooh Bear. I'm like, cool. Uh, so how does this work? Blah, blah. So I got, and he connected it. I ended up getting uh, two songs written by Pooh Bear for a hefty price, for sure. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's Pooh Bear, so you would expect that. Um, and he, uh, but I never even used the song. But I, I kept in contact with him and we, we grew our relationship. And, and then four or five years later, uh, late last year, um, or the middle of last year, actually, uh, we were in the studio. Um, just, just I played some samples for him. We ended up writing the song, and uh, a couple months later, he calls me um, because he calls me talking about how my house got broken into, and he was sorry about that. Blah blah blah. And then at the end of the conversation, he's like, "Oh yeah, you made the album." And I'm like, uh, "Wow, <laughs> that's a." That's a transformative moment for any artist. I don't care if it's something that you do out of passion or if you're professional. That's look, Pooh Bear. I've I've heard many people say this before, but he, he it sounds like he changed your life. He's changed my life just in the friendship that I've had with him through all the cool adventures that we've had. And you know, for anyone who doesn't know Pooh Bear out there, you know, it's one of those things where I would tell anyone listening to this to Google him because his story is truly phenomenal. 
amazing. Like the way that he 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 does what he does and how long he's been in the business, um, is truly amazing. It is, and uh, you know, you mentioned before you're you're streaming video games right now. What what games do you play? Have you always been a gamer? I've always been a gamer. But I, I literally only play Call of Duty right now. I don't know how to play Fortnite. I don't know. I, I can't play 2K, but I'm just like, nah, I'd rather just play something I can't do in real life. What's your current 2K rating? Uh, What do you mean, like, my of my yeah. person? Your overall, yeah. No, of you, you of JaVale McGee as a player. Uh, I don't know. I got to check. I don't know. I never play. <laughs> okay. Every time I talk to players about what their 2K rating is, they're always disappointed and they're coming after Ronnie. Yeah, I never, I never, I never take it. I, I barely play uh, sports games. The only sports game I play is FIFA. Okay. Really? Yeah. What a strange world we live in that like, you know, I remember my mom when I was young saying, don't play video games. It's not like you'll ever be able to make a living doing that. Now look at the world we live <laughs> in. Doing that. Now, <laughs> thanks, mom. Millionaires off of video games. Crazy. <laughs> Is that something that you'd ever want to get more serious with and join one of those teams like, um, you know, FaZe or any of those things? For sure. Uh, I enjoy video games. And uh, I definitely got to get better at, at streaming, but I enjoy it. It's a, it's a fun time. And, and you, especially when you get to link up with some of your friends, um, it's definitely an interesting concept that people like watching you play a video game. Like it just I, it's, it's pretty interesting. I know Paul George and some other players, Players have sponsored esports teams, things like that. Is that something you'd ever want to get into? For sure, uh, I know a couple of players who invested in esports teams. Also, um, esports is, is definitely big money, and uh, I heard that uh, not even esports, but I heard that uh, what was it? It was uh, Overwatch League or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those gaming leagues. It had their championship had more more uh, fans were were was viewed more than the. 2018 NBA championship. Wow. Wow. And that's the one you, you won, right? Yeah, that's the one we won. Small flex. Yeah. Small flex. Slightly small flex. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Overwatch League beaters, ain't that something? Damn. That is crazy. And look, this is strange times we're living in. I mean, we uh, obviously the whole world has gone indoors. So, you know, certain activities are, you know, more popular than others right now. Obviously, streaming of gaming is continuing to do well. But I know that, you know, you and I have been talking for some time about doing some original podcast stuff. Can you, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about, you know, what you're hoping to get out of that and, you know, you know, why? Um, you know, uh, this is something you want to get into. Um, I, I definitely feel like uh, the audio world um, is definitely going to pick up just because of the times that we're in right now. Um, I, f- I feel like you only can watch so much Netflix and uh, and you, you, people are going to start needing more media. Um, so the audio world is definitely uh, something I'm, trying, I'm, I'm getting into. And I really feel like it's important for for the progression of just media in our world. So I'm just trying to jump on early before it gets popping. And I'm late to the train. I think you're just in time. And by the way, the most amazing part of 
this lockdown uh, has been all these interesting conversations I've had with people. It feels to me like this has been as enlightening for me to hear people's path and their story and what, you know, it takes to be great. Uh, and I'm getting as much out of this as I hope, you know, other people um, are, you, who are going to listen to this will. It's somewhere between a masterclass and a, and a TED talk. But um, we really appreciate you taking time out to do this. Zach, was there anything else you wanted to ask or add before we let JaVale get back to his uh, day? Well, yeah, I mean, you are pretty accomplished, you know, producer right now from the league. I was wondering who else you think in the NBA right now has musical ability. I know Dame Dalla, you know, performed at the All-Star game. He's got some some records out. Is there anyone else that, that's kind of being slept on right now that we should know about? Uh, Victor Oladipo, he sings. Um, Ol- Oladipo sings? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He had an album out. Uh, Andre, Andre Drummond, he raps. Okay. Uh, Marvin Bagley, he raps. Uh, Iman Shumper, he raps. I don't, but you know the funny thing? I think I might be the only producer. Yeah, I think, I think so. You know, and also a damn good one. And I was going to ask you to follow up on that question: is dream, you know, collaboration? Now that you've t- checked off the biggest name in the industry, who else do you want to work with? Uh, I want to work with Drake. I want to work with. Uh, I want to work with Rihanna. I want to work with uh, Ariana Grande. I want to work with Diplo. Diplo's a good friend of mine. I love Diplo and all his music. Um, who else? Woo. Pierre's going to be busy off the court. Big busy. <laughs> busy in the house, off the court. We'll have to get all these guys on the on the Pierre podcast when it comes out. Yeah, and and last thing is who? Why Pierre? Who's Pierre? Tell us who's Pierre. Uh, so, cool, quick story. Um, I was uh, at I forgot what restaurant it was, but I was at a restaurant at the bar uh, with my friend, and he was sitting to the left of me. And we were just talking, hanging out, nothing crazy. Uh, and then I decided, and then this girl next to me was like, "Hey, how you doing?" I was like, "Hey," and then she was like, "What's your name?" I was like, "Javel," and it was like, "Okay, nice to meet you." And then I turn around, and, like, three minutes later, I see her, like, Googling my name on the side of her leg. Like, she's Googling <laughs> who JaVale is. Because, obviously, she saw I was tall, so she assumed I did something. Um, <laughs> so, after that, I was like, if someone doesn't know me already, ask JaVale McGee. I'm just going to tell them my name is Pierre. Because I don't like the predisposed notions of, oh, he's a basketball player, or he's this or he's that. Like, I just want you to know me for what? for a first impression how you know me you know that is that is genius that's uh it's funny everybody in life has an alter ego as soon as i started wearing a hat i became jingle jared and when i go out with my family and and kids on the weekend i take off the hat so people don't go up to me you know hey man listen to my music or hey this is jingle jared because everybody has to act a certain way in their professional life in a certain way in their personal life and it's sometimes nice to have that separation you gotta have that separation for sure this is so great, man, to be just talking with you. I'm glad that you're healthy and you're training and making great ideas. I appreciate you greatly for being on this podcast. And, Zach, what do you think? Uh, is this an occupation for me? Uh, I don't think the NBA is going to be your uh, your next career. But, you know, the production side of things, I can certainly see you and JaVale making music together. But I, I think the hoop game might have to might have to wait. Fair enough. <laughs> there <laughs> are some good Canadian, there's some great to... Canadian basketball players, incredible Canadian basketball players out there. You're just not one of them. 
Jared. Sorry. You just want to. <laughs> no. I I appreciate the honesty. This was occupational therapy with Javale and my co-host and occupational therapist Zach. Thank you for listening. And uh, Javale, is there anything you want to plug to tell people to check out your Instagram or your streaming uh, name online? Definitely check out my Instagram, uh, Javale McGee. Um, check out my Twitter, Javel McGee, my YouTube, Javel McGee. Hey, how about everything is just under my name? Let's go check it out. <laughs> Javel McGee, you got it. Uh, thank you, and we'll speak to you soon. Have a good one. Be All right, well. Be well. Wow, that was incredible. Javel is really a multi-hyphenate. Many people are fortunate enough to have one career in their lifetime, never mind back-to-back successful careers in sports and music. I really think that he's a testament to uh, incredible perseverance. He has a lot of feel in everything he does. I think as coming from an athlete, he knows that just doing the work will end up getting you the result that you want. His life of being an athlete, having an athlete in the family, his mom is an iconic basketball player as well, has taught him that there's no shortcut. And much like with music, there are no shortcuts. You can get lucky, but you can't get lucky over and over again. This business is really for the people willing to put in those 10,000 hours. And I appreciate JaVale coming in to the Audio Chateau uh, remotely and having this conversation with me. Tune in next week. Please subscribe and come back to hear a conversation next week with Steve Levitan, the iconic TV showrunner and producer from Modern Family, created one of the biggest shows of all time in the television space. I am lucky to call him a friend, and he has one of the most incredible stories about how he ended up in his occupation and being as successful as he is. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends, leave a great review. Your reviews really help us find new audience and let people know that you like what you're hearing. These conversations are incredible educational pieces that I've been fortunate enough to get for free, and I'm just trying to share these with the people around me. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Tune in next week. Steve Levitan. I'm Uncle Drank, star of The Ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.